A habit is something that we do as a part of our daily regimen, and it's so natural that we don't even have to think about doing it. Well, we should want to practice good acts that will help us in this life and in the hereafter. And we should keep wanting to do it so much that after a while of doing it, it'll become natural. And at that exact point is when we will find the ways to become a true, successful Muslimah or Muslim. That is why in this episode, I'll be discussing seven powerful, beneficial habits that you can start doing, inshallah. So let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Amira Abdullahi and I'm your host. I hope you all are doing good, inshallah. I know I am, alhamdulillah. And I'm so excited to get into this episode and I'm so ready to get into this episode because, you know, this episode is going to be very beneficial, inshallah, where we learn just like good habits that a good Muslim wants to be able to have, you know. And as Ramadan comes closer, we need to start breaking our bad habits, you know, because Ramadan is a time to stop doing any bad act we made into a habit completely that we didn't even know was a habit and so let's start breaking those habits now so it's easy then right and we should also start practicing good habits that will become natural in our daily lives right now as well as then and after Ramadan inshallah and if you haven't checked out my previous episode or if you haven't listened to my previous episode how to prepare for Ramadan go check it out where I just like talked about tips on how you can prepare for Ramadan because Ramadan is a month full of blessings and we want to get the most out of it but you know go listen to that episode where I go into all of that more over there so go check that out inshallah but you know habits right habits can be a good thing if those habits are good but on the other hand there are some habits that are bad that we don't even know we are doing because we do it so much and we don't even know those habits are bad and that's the scary part of it because we don't know the bad habits we are doing we could be at our point of death subhanallah and we could be in the middle of doing that bad habit even though like we are unconscious of it we don't know we are doing we're doing that and we don't know it's bad right and we would die as that being our last deed. And we wouldn't want that, subhanAllah. So we have to be careful. We want to die remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing a good act of worship that was made into a habit. And we need to start now so we can be able to make this a habit. And it's just natural. And it's just like an instinct to do this. And inshallah, we will die like that. Where we, where we are worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, doing that good act, inshallah. But like, how would you find out what habits are bad? You know, so that leads me to the first habit that I have. So the first habit I have out of seven in this episode, inshallah, is seek knowledge. That is how you're supposed to find out what habits are bad and what habits are good. And also not even just about habits and and habits, but also in general, you know, just like what just learn more about your religion, learn more about more about your deen, learn more about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, learn more about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, just seek knowledge, and that, honestly, I think knowledge is key, subhanAllah, try to find resources, like going to the masjid, you know, if there's like Quran classes or tajweed classes, join those classes, you know, go to the khutbahs every single time, go to the, you know, khalaqahs, go that, and go join them, live in the masjid, you know, at this point, just go there every single time, and try to find, you know, resources. Also watching lectures. Um, there's a bunch of lectures on YouTube, like by Umar Suleiman, Noman Ali Khan, Mufti Mink, Dr. Haifa Yunus. Literally so many people. YouTube is like an endless supply of just knowledge at this point. If you use YouTube, if you use YouTube for the right reasons, you can honestly make it beneficial. And you should do that, you know, watch a bunch of lectures whenever you have any free time. I think there's even those lectures on 
you know, anywhere you listen to your music, right? Like on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, there's like those lectures there. So try doing that too. And especially since Ramadan is coming, we're trying to cut off music, right? So even listen to podcasts while you're walking to class instead of listening to music and listen to those lectures. Even just go to YouTube at this point and just listen to those lectures on YouTube while watching while walking to class, you know, Whenever you're like wanting to do, if you're drawing or something, listen to those lectures. Just find a time to be able to seek knowledge. Read books, inshallah, you know, read books and try to learn knowledge through those books. There's so many books out there that you can learn. Even the Quran, of course, is the number one book that you should start reading to seek knowledge, of course, you know. But also just books about just like so many things. You know, I think I have a... I made a Google sheet about like really good books that you should get, like Islamic books that will literally change your life. And I I put that in my link tree. So press on the link in my bio. And there's so many books and they're mostly all on Amazon. And I put the link there. So go check that out because there's so many Islamic books and some of them I read and they, they're changing my life, subhanAllah. So I really, I really suggest that you go read those books because that is how you seek knowledge and that is basically the key to basically everything also like i said before study the quran you know where that's where you gain knowledge about islam the quran it has the right and wrongs and that is where you are to be guided through the quran the quran is the guide you know it will guide you through right and wrong and what you should do like that is a main source you should go to right and because it also tells us how we're supposed to act and how we're supposed to behave and you know what habit is good or bad Learning paves the way for Muslims, you know, it paves the proper way we Muslims need to live our lives, you know, and when we know more about our deen, we truly and we truly start understanding it, we start falling in love with it, you know, and we get even closer to it because we know what our deen is and we don't let anybody come talk to us come talk bad about our deen and try to change our, you know, mind about Islam or anything. We know what Islam is and we don't let anybody, we don't listen to anyone is saying. We don't listen to what the media is saying about Islam and those false inter interpretations that, you know, make Islam look bad because we know our religion. We go search for the knowledge of, of Islam on our own and we should go, of course, seeking with an open mind, with an open heart, you know, and a sincere intention that you want to learn for Allah's sake, that you want to know more about Islam and get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and your deen. You know, and also the thing I've heard this about the Quran, right? Whenever you're trying to study the Quran, learn the Quran, learn it, learn, start learning it. Open the Quran with an open mind, you know, open heart, and don't go, you know, reading the Quran just because you want to correct the Quran or because you want to prove someone wrong. Learn it for your own sake because you want to learn about the Quran. You do not just because you know you want to prove someone wrong or you you were in an argument with like with someone else and you just want to prove them wrong. No, learn the Quran for your own sake. Okay, and also don't go looking for any mistakes in the Quran because we need to get in our minds that we are not perfect. We humans are not perfect. The only one who is perfect is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this book is automatically perfect, you know, and it's just our minds that aren't perfect and can't comprehend what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to tell us. So we need to go through this Quran with an open mind, open heart and just know that we are we are not perfect and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect and this book is perfect. You know, it is a miracle. So we need to go into you know learning through basically with that mindset you know learning more about islam and that knowledge and whenever we are confused about something search it up but make sure you get your sources right and don't just like you know follow just one thing because like your desires want it and it's much closer to that no actually learn about it. you know the jahiliya period right ignorant ignorant people and like those weren't good you know 
those people weren't good and they weren't following the right way. So honestly, learn. That is really the big thing. Even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about learning so much in the Quran as well. And also, you know when someone wants to prove you wrong, like I said, and they ask you questions that are basically not for them trying to seek knowledge, but for them just trying to bring Islam down, right? And they ask you hard-hitting questions, you know, statements about Islam like, Oh, Islam allows women to get abused by their husbands and all of that. And if you have no knowledge, you would start to have doubts about Islam as well. You would be second guessing Islam, you know, you'd be like, wait, do they actually? And that'll make you go even further and further away from Islam because you had no knowledge. But if you knew and you had answers straight from the Quran or any sources that you knew, any hadith, any dua, any like lecture, you know, any scholar or imam or sheikh that said it, any source that says that men are not even supposed to like do a flick or on, on a woman in Islam, you know, and this, or Islam is against that men are supposed to hit women, right? You would get even closer to your deen because you would not let anybody tell you different because you know your deen. That is how powerful knowledge is. And that is what we all need to go towards, right? And maybe at the end of the day, you would even help someone else like consider converting to islam because you have this other you know islam you would help them consider islam because they try to bring islam down but then you had the right answers you know your religion and then they would just be like shocked right and then maybe they would start just considering islam you know those like videos of someone who tried to um Someone who tried to find something wrong in the Quran and tried to hate Islam and tried just to find anything wrong with Islam. But at the end of the day, they went through the Quran and they're trying to find something wrong. But at the end of the day, they just converted to Islam because there's nothing wrong with anything. You know, like subhanAllah, we need to do that. And we need to go open, open-minded with searching knowledge. We need to be with open hearts and open minds and be able just to t- ask Allah for help, number one, too. Ask Allah for help to help you seek knowledge. You know, the dua, Allahumma inni asaluka ilman nafyan wa rizqan tayyiban wa amalan mutaqabbalan, right? And um, I don't have the exact translation, but like search it up, right? It's a good it's a good dua for you to increase your knowledge. Like Allah, please, inc- oops, sorry. <laughs> ask Allah to increase your knowledge and then also accept your duas and give you good provision you know good risk that's kind of basically what the translation is right and you say that every single time because you want to seek knowledge also you know please increase my knowledge because we want to know more about islam so you can get closer to it you know get closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala get closer to your deen inshallah so that is my first habit that we should all start doing just every any chance we get seek knowledge go out there and learn more that is the first habit just always make it into a habit to just learn more and keep learning because you can learn especially with the quran you can learn for like 10 years with the quran you can be like studying the quran for 10 years and there'll still be you only learn like two percent of it right there's still so much more you can go you know you never stop learning you know you never stop learning there's always more to learn subhanallah and that is honestly a barakah there's always more to learn so Whenever, if you think that, oh, I've learned enough, I know more about, I know about my religion, all of that. No, there's still a big chunk that you don't know. So keep going and keep learning. There's still something you don't know. And even if you think you know, maybe you can go back to the things you know and learn, go deeper into that, dig deeper, okay? Just seek knowledge about Islam. So that is my first habit. So yeah, I know I say I finished the first habit, but I just realized I forgot a hadith that I wanted to say, you know? The Prophet... Muhammad said, whoever follows a path in pursuit of knowledge, Allah makes his way easy to paradise. 
you know, you can you can reflect on that, you know, and you'll realize, you know. Anyway, so habit number two, remember Allah through dhikr, prayer, and dua, you know. Basically, the key for this one is just remembrance. Just be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make it into a habit that you always remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any situation. Any situation, right? And I have an episode on the power of remembering where I talked about like the blessings of dhikrs and go check it out if you haven't already. You know, I don't remember what number it is, but you'll find it. And it was said in a hadith that the the comparison between a person who does dhikr and a person who doesn't do dhikr is like that of the living and the dead. Subhanallah. Like those who do dhikr, are the ones who are alive, you know, and their hearts are are alive and they're beating, you know, pure hearts. And those who don't do dhikr are like the dead, you know, probably always having anxiety, de- dead hearts, you know, they are always like shaking, they are never in peace, right? So dhikr opens your heart and keeps your heart alive. And shouldn't you always want to remember the one who gave you life, the one who keeps your heart beating, the one who gave you so many blessings and some you don't even know about. Shouldn't we thank him every day and praising him and remembering, by praising him and remembering him? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who brings death as well. You know, you should thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you are still alive to this day, that he woke you up the next morning, even when you could have been sinning the night, the previous night. Subhanallah. He's the one that gave you another chance. And you are disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he still gave you another chance of to wake up. He gave you another chance to repent to him and turn back to him. Shouldn't we want to remember him constantly, 24-7? Right? And you know, we all want to be able to say the shahada before we die. You know, because, you know, when we say it with a sincere heart before we die, whoever says it enters Jannah. And we want to be those people, inshallah, may, we, may Allah... Allow us to be those people who enter Jannah and say the shahada before we die. I mean, but the thing is, how do we know that we will remember to say it? How do you? How do we know that you will be in a state where you didn't forget and you remember to say it? We don't. We don't know. But to be able to get that chance to say to say it, inshallah, we need to start getting into the habit of saying dhikr all the time right now. You know, while we have the chance, while Allah, while Allah allows us to still be alive, you know, we need to be able to get into the habit of just constantly saying dhikr. So whenever the time of death comes, it'll be natural and it'll just be an instinct. You know, it'll just be an instinct and a natural to say la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because we've been saying it every single time, every single day and the whole time we've been alive, you know. And what our mouths want to say because we we were always remembering Allah. You know, when the na- when the time of death comes and it'll be natural and what our mouths want to say would be natural. We'll just be instinct. Like our mouths just want to say it. You know, it's just like, it just comes out of our mouth because we always say it. And we were always remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we were alive. So we should always start making it into a habit to say, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, la ilaha illallah, subhanallah wa bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim. All of those dhikrs, you know, powerful say, powerful praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where you're glorifying, thanking him, you know, praising him, all of that. And we are even saying that like, subhanallah, bihamdihi, subhanallah, al-azim. Anyone who says it a hundred times a day, their sins would be forgiven even if it was as big as the ocean. 
like subhanallah saying dhikr is so powerful and even when you're saying it you're building your house in jannah you're building like you know like a brick or something you're breaking like you know a brick to build a house every time you say like subhanallah that's a brick another brick going to build not even like a brick you know it's probably not gonna be that of course but just you know just theoretically you're just building your house in Jannah by saying these beautiful dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, don't just say it, but know what it means and feel it. Remembrance is experiencing and feeling, you know, not just words. It's not just words. We have to feel it and be sincere about it. We have to know what it means and we have to connect with it. It is just not sayings of just this and just throw it here and there and not know what it means and be like, oh, I'm building my house. No. Or, or, oh, I'm getting my sins forgiven. No, we have to feel it, connect with it. You know, they're not just words. They are powerful, subhanAllah. So we have to remember and know what, you know, know what it means. And remembering is not only just dhikr, but remembering is also like praying, you know, praying and like salat. Allah gave us prayer so we could remember him constantly. Alhamdulillah, that's also a mercy from Allah. You know, so make sure you pray on time. Make sure that you get it on a habit. And that's also the prayer part of the, of remembering, right? Of this habit. Make sure you pray on time to get into that habit of, and get into that habit of per- perfecting your prayer. Because in a surah, Surah Maryam, ayah 59, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, then there has succeeded them a generation who have wasted their prayers and have followed their desires. So they will be thrown into hell. SubhanAllah, that... The ayah is scary. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't say those who didn't pray at all. He said those who wasted their prayer. So those who wasted their prayers are those who did pray, but they didn't offer them perfectly. So like with no focus and they won't they weren't focused in their prayer. Or they didn't have wudu. Or they weren't, you know, taking it seriously. Or they didn't offer them in their proper times. So we have to make sure we don't waste our prayers. Make sure you pray them perfectly. Perfect your prayer right now. And so when Ramadan comes, it'll be beautiful. And even after Ramadan, you will still be able to have the sweetness of worship, inshallah. You know, and I also wanted to add in here dua, right? Dua. Dua is also a remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you're remembering him and you are asking Allah for anything. Get into that habit of making dua and talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because I don't think any of us really realize how powerful dua is how powerful the power of dua is subhanallah like its magnitude of dua is incredible you know for any situation big or small ask allah for guidance and help you know ask allah to make it easy for you and any time of difficulty any time in ease thank allah and be like thank you allah for giving me this please guide me to the right path for any situation for anything you want just ask allah Wake up for tahajjud and connect with him. Talk to him. That's all you need to do. And tahajjud, again, I don't think we realize how powerful tahajjud is. Tahajjud is like the most peaceful time and a very powerful time to ask our Lord, our Rabb, for anything. Anything you want. Anything for forgiveness. You know, if you want it, you would sacrifice your sleep and pray tahajjud if you really wanted it. If you really wanted that job, if you really wanted that husband, if you really wanted a wife, if you really want children, you know, if you really wanted your business to grow, you would sacrifice your sleep and pray to Hajjud and ask Allah for it. 
because that dua that can change your life you know and inshallah i think i'm gonna make a episode about dua because it's just so important and so i'm just gonna leave it till that but just you know pray so i'm just gonna repeat what i said or just a little review you know so habit number two is remember allah through dhikr remember him constantly you know you should keep your tongue wet you know and moist because of dhikr okay keep your tongue wet of dhikr moist because of dhikr prayer pray on time and perfect your prayer before ramadan comes and then dua because dua is the most powerful powerful thing powerful act of worship that you could use subhanallah all right so we finished habit one and habit two my third habit is to read the quran daily you know look at your schedule you know or your daily routine and figure out figure out where you can squeeze in at least a page of the quran or even an hour of quran study you know and since we are going into the blessed month of ramadan when the quran was revealed we should make it into a habit to read the Quran daily. And remember, don't just do it only because, you know, it's Ramadan and all that. Of course, Ramadan is that boost. So you can continue doing it after Ramadan. So you can do it now in Ramadan and after. Just Ramadan is that boost and just that push just to help you, you know, get to where you need to be. Right. And make sure you also start now. So whenever Ramadan comes, it'll be easy for you to even continue. And you know your schedule and you know the times when you can you know incorporate the quran in your day right and you should always allah should always be the one who is first you know you know you should always put allah first you know your deen should always be put first if if you are thinking you know i have too much to do like this or that i have to do this i have to do that ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help you manage your time well of course you know power of dua is so incredible so all you have to do is ask Allah to help you manage your time and ask Allah to protect you from laziness, right? But remember, deen over dunya. That is important. Deen over dunya. When you take care of your deen, your dunya will just fall into place. It'll just fall into place. You just need to take care of your deen and everything else will be just dealt with perfectly because you put Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first. Subhanallah. Make time for the Qur'an. It's so important. And when you do, and you start studying it and learning about it, remember my first habit, right? Knowledge. Seek knowledge. Through the Qur'an, of course, right? And when you start studying it, and make sure whenever you do study it and you read it, that you also apply it into your lives. You can't just, like, read it and just, like, just, like, you know, you don't really even retain it. You just read it and just put it to the side. And you don't follow what it's saying. That's no point, you know? There's no point of that. It's not going to help you really. And you are not following the Quran. And you are not doing what it says in its rules. And you're not obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whenever you study the Quran, whenever you read it, make sure you apply it into your daily life. Make sure you apply it to what you are doing right now. You know, and you, so many ways you can apply it, subhanAllah. And the Quran is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a blessing. That is so beautiful. And I think I said it in my previous episode about, you know, how to pray for Ramadan. I talked also about reading the Quran daily. And that should be the number one habit at this point, right? That should be the number one habit. Because whenever you learn the Quran, you're just learning your religion. You're learning who Allah is. You're learning about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And you just get closer to Allah. You know, it just makes your heart so peaceful. SubhanAllah. So that is honestly the first thing you have to do. 
okay and like i said the quran is a mercy from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is a blessing and a miracle something we don't even deserve but because of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love he gave it to us you know the quran is the most powerful source that allah gave us because he is so mercy merciful because he has so much love for us he gave us his quran and how are we supposed to just put it to the side and never read from it when Allah brought it down as a guide, you know, as a dhikr. The Qur'an is the dhikr. That's a name for it, right? So if we aren't using it at all, and some of us say we are so, like, some of us say that we are so confused and we are in doubt of Islam and we don't know this about Islam, we don't know if this is true about Islam. But the thing is, they aren't looking in the right place, you know. They aren't looking at the right source, to be able to learn what is right about Islam, to be able to know about your deen and stop being com confused and stop being in doubt and be certain of Islam. They aren't looking in the right places or they haven't even started to even look, you know? And like I said, the Quran is the most powerful source that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us out of his love. So we just need to use it. We need to tap into that. So make sure that we make time, squeeze in the time to read the Qur'an every single day, you know? Even if it's half a page, a couple ayahs, just squeeze into it and connect with it. Even if it's one ayah that you study completely, just know everything, read the translation, go into tafsir, go even, detail, go even deeper in detail about like when that ayah was revealed and even all of that. And then even just feel that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you'll just feel, a, a, you'll feel a, of a certain just peace you know a certain love for islam inshallah so yeah that is my third habit so i actually have an announcement since i was just talking about the quran if you haven't listened to my previous episode i talked about this and this is the announcement right now as well during ramadan i'm going to have a ramadan quran group and on the last episode, I said that it was going to be on Instagram and WhatsApp, but I tried doing that and, you know, some technical difficulties happened, subhanAllah, so I wasn't able to have it on Instagram or WhatsApp, but alhamdulillah, I found another way we can be able to do this, and it's on Discord now, maybe a lot of you guys know about it, and alhamdulillah, it's so much better, and I think it will work even yeah, like I said, even better, alhamdulillah, so this Ramadan Quran group is where we're going to like post on this discord and we're going to chat and just be like, oh, alhamdulillah, I finished the first juz, right? We're going to read a juz every single day in the month of Ramadan. And since there's 30 days in Ramadan, of course, right? And then there's also 30 juz, right? So a juz a day. And inshallah, by the end of Ramadan, we will be able to finish the whole entire Quran. So if you've been wanting to recite the Quran, you know, and that will be that can be your goal for this Ramadan. If you've been wanting to just finish the Quran, or even if you've never wanted that, but make it your goal right now that you want to finish the Quran. If you were thinking about a goal to have in Ramadan, make this your goal. And this is your chance, you know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought you here. You're listening to this right now for a purpose because Allah wants you to connect with the Quran as well. He wants you to finish the Quran. And every letter that you read normally, right? Every letter that you read, not even in Ramadan, just normally, one letter is 10 rewards. 10 rewards. Just one letter. So the Alif and Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, right? There's the Alif, the Lam, the Ha, the Meem. That, that's four letters right there. That's already 40 rewards. Just Alham. That's all I said, right? But then imagine in Ramadan where every deed is you know increased by like thousands or hundreds even millions right 
So subhanAllah, imagine the amount of hasanat you will get during Ramadan, even just reading a letter of the Qur'an. And now imagine just reading the whole Qur'an by the end of Ramadan. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you think you can't do it, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help you, you know. Don't limit your your mind. Don't limit your heart. Don't limit the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Him for help and just push yourself to do it, you know. Inshallah, I'll help you. And I have a tip right now for it as well. Um, So there's about like uh, 20 pages in a juz, right? So if you read at least four pages after each salah, there's five prayers. If you read four pages after each salah, inshallah, by Aisha, you're going to be done with that juz for that day, inshallah, right? So that even makes it a little bit easier, you know, just break it down. You have to find the right time. So even if you are in this group and you joined already or if you're about to join, start now trying to get into the habit of every salah, after every salah to read a page or something so you can be able to, you know, make it easy for you by the Ramadan, you can finish that juz every single day. So please join, you know, for your sake, you know, for Allah's sake. Join and get that reward for the month of Ramadan that's full of blessings when the Quran was sent down to Muhammad. Join this group. And you know, I put this group, it's on um the link is in my link tree, right? The link is in my bio, it's in my Instagram bio, you know, it's out there. I probably put it in my story. It's there. Just click on it and join and get that reward, you know. And thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving you this chance. Because it is, again, a blessing, alhamdulillah. So please join and let us all finish the Qur'an by the end of Ramadan, inshallah. Alright, so we have, what, like four more to go? No, we have three more to go. We're on habit three right now, right? And I have to go through this fast because I feel like this episode is going to be pretty long. Um, But the fourth habit, inshallah, is go to sleep early and wake up early. Okay, and this also kind of connects with take care of your physical and mental health. Make that a habit to do that right and i wrote this down because you know when people say they don't have time for this and they don't have time for that you know honestly make time you know if you don't have time make time right if you don't have time because you go to sleep late playing games or watching movies and then you sleep till the hood so the day is basically over already the next day is pretty much over and you don't have that time to be able to do anything that Quran study that you want to do your homework that you want to do the hangout you want to do and that's why you say that you don't have time because you didn't really manage your time well right so make time by waking up early to get even extra things done you know even more things that will make you even be more productive like reading the Quran studying the Quran, reading an ayah, writing this down, journaling, exercising, right? Physical health, get your exercise in, take care of your body, you know, go on a run maybe, listen to more Quran, listen to a lecture that you wanted, listen to a podcast. You have all that time in the morning, right? Um, learning the life of the Prophet wasallam, learning more about Islam, you know, Muhammad wasallam's seerah, you know, his journey, his life story, any of the prophets like that morning time has so much barakah in it you know the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that um he was making like he prayed to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant abundance to the ummah in their early mornings he said oh allah bless my nation in their early mornings you know so and that that was a hadith subhanallah so now you know every dua that muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam made of course is probably already answered right so our mornings is full of so many barakah and blessings. So we need to wake up early and actually use it, you know, get the most from it. 
right? Because the time during Fajr and even like before Fajr, of course, and after Fajr is the perfect time to stay up and connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Okay, so go to sleep early as well so you can be able to stay up like even after Fajr or wake up early, you know? So you are refreshed and get enough sleep by Fajr time and you can stay up and do those extra things, you know? And if you've been missing Fajr because you slept in or because you stayed up and, you know, go to sleep early so you can wake up by Fajr time, okay? So whenever Fajr time comes you are wide awake and not falling asleep while fajr while you're praying fajr right so honestly if you've been missing fajr because you slept late you know and because you stayed up go to sleep early so that you can pray on time and you don't sleep in past fajr and then have that guilty feeling and regret it and then you're also falling asleep while fajr while you're praying fajr and all of that no you can go to sleep early try going to sleep early and try making that into habit like you know even like now like take like 10 minutes back of your bedtime and keep going back and then 10 minutes back of when you're going to wake up as well so you're getting earlier but also you're going to sleep earlier as well so that you have you're feeling more refreshed and you get that time of barakah you get you have that chance to be able to you know connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after fajr subhanallah you know and also like I said, this goes with taking care of your physical and mental health. Those two are also very important for a Muslim, you know, because we know, but we know, of course, the spiritual well-being is always top tier, right? We know that is always on the higher part, right? But we still need to have a good mental space to be able to do these acts of worship, right? Perfectly. You need to be in a perfect headspace to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a perfect manner, you know? And because, you know, it's all connected. It's all connected. This, the physical health, the mental health, the spiritual, it's all connected. When you take care of your body, when you eat what is good, when you go on a run maybe and you get some physical activity in, you'll start to feel good about yourself and then your mental health will also boost, you know. You would also get better mentally and you'll like have less anxiety and remember this and that. And that leads you to be in the perfect headspace to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the most beautiful way, you know. So it's all connected. So make sure that you use it right. Make sure you do that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us good health. That is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let's take care of that health. Let's take care of that health. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us these bodies, you know. So we should take care of it and not just trash it because we, we know we're going to die, of course, right? And also, we should like, we shouldn't be connected to our bodies. We shouldn't be so attached to our bodies, our bodies, of course, because we know we're going to leave it. But because we shouldn't be attached doesn't mean that we shouldn't take care of it, okay? Make sure you take care of your bodies, okay? But don't get too attached because, yes, it is temporary. So, yeah, that is my habit number four. Habit number five is also pretty big. And I think I've been saying it also in the past habits, but habit number five is to be productive and your daily basis, right? On the daily basis, be productive every single day. And that is my habit number five. You have to, you know, start getting into the habit of getting up and stop being lazy, stop procrastinating, get up, act now, do it, you know, just do it now because we don't know when we will die. And because of that, we should always be pushing ourselves to do more, you know, go reach the stars, you know, reach the sky, you know, keep going more, keep pushing and don't stop, you know, and do more for Allah's sake. Because, you know, you, you don't know if you have a tomorrow. We don't know what day will be our last day. Like, that 
good night to someone, you know, and going to sleep could be your last. You don't know that. Or walking to a place could be your last place you could walk to. Eating food, that could be your last, you know, food you eat, you know. And even watching this, that could be your last this. So we need to make sure we are not in a state of sin or not in a state of any evil and make sure that we repent right after. Because if we don't repent and we die while sinning, you know, that's pretty bad. You know, we want to die in a state of worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that also kind of connects with my remembrance, right? We want to say la ilaha illallah before we die. Okay, so but we need to start being productive. So what I'm trying to say is any day could be your last, right? So make sure you do the most on that day. Do the most even today, right now. Get up and start acting. Start now. And I also have an episode on that as well. It's called Start Now. I forgot what I forgot what episode it was, but go check it out if you haven't. Um but just start now. And I think even this quote, you know, I forgot who it was from, but it said dream as if you'll live forever but liz but live as if you'll die today that's a hard hitter subhanallah you know make goals and all of that and have dreams of course you know we're not i'm not telling you not to have dreams and goals of course no have dreams have goals okay but make sure that you are starting something today because you don't know if those dreams in the futures you don't know if you're going to make it to those goals and those dreams in the future that's like a year away so you have to start now. You can't wait to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to wait till, you know, in a couple months to start acting on this, you know, goal so I can read you by the day. You don't know if you have that couple months. Start now, you know. You can never be too early because you don't know that you have later. Start, learn something today. Start a habit today. Begin a goal today and start working towards that goal today, you know. Start now and don't be like I said, lazy and procrastinate about anything and try pushing things back because I like I said, you don't know. You don't know that this last breath could this breath could be your last, you know? And that'll be your biggest regret. That you didn't get up and start, you know, learning more about Islam, learning more about the Quran, learning more about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know? And you have no time to waste. You have no time to waste. You can't waste any time. Time is moving. Time is going away faster and faster. If you plan to do something tomorrow because you're lazy to do it today and you just like don't feel it, you know, scratch that. Do it today. Start now, you know, start now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can do something else tomorrow that will be even more productive, even more good things. And even at nighttime, right? Whenever you go to bed, whenever you go to bed at night, Think about what think about what you learned that day. Think about what goal you achieved that day. And think about like what good action have you done that day? What are good things that you learned? What is a good thing that you did that day? So that you know that your day was productive, right? So you know that you're not wasting your time. And also some a lot of people get stuck on their past, you know. They just like have a mistake in the past, they have trauma in the past, and they get just stuck there, that they're never looking to the future and they're not living in the now, of course, right? So if you're still stuck on a past mistake, you don't really have time to be in the past when you don't know if you have a future, okay? You don't know because you have to live in the now because that is all we have, just now. Stop bringing yourself back to the past. That is not going to help you in anything whenever just you can think about the past when something happens 
get up whenever you make a mistake or you're being sad or you're angry with yourself get up and repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ask Allah for forgiveness you know and make the intention that you are never going to do that ever again make that intention because that is really important you need to ask Allah for forgiveness thank him that he brought you there and brought you to be able to ask him for forgiveness you know thank him for that and then ask for forgiveness forgiveness make the intention that you will never do that sin or that bad act ever again and then move on do it better next time you know learn from it and be productive from it learn from it and try to be better because that's all we can do we can just keep going we can't keep staying in the past we can't be grieving over what happened in the past we just learn from it and move on because now is all we have start living in the moment and experience everything in the most beautiful way so you don't waste your time complaining being sad about this live in the moment and what is good right now you know that is very important i think a lot of us need to start doing that in our lives and that could also be the source of why we are sad we're too much in the past we're too much in the future but we're not looking at what we have now. We're not looking about where we are right now and how we got here. And we just need to stop and just say Alhamdulillah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Asr, you know, all that, the three ayah al-Asr, right? He swears by time that man, mankind is lost. It, he swears by t- time that mankind is in loss, right? So time is the proof that mankind is in loss. Mankind, all of us humans, are in loss because of time because we waste our time so much doing god knows what right doing doing things that aren't going to help us in this life or in the hereafter so we need to be careful and manage our time right and be more productive you know and be able to do the right things for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake inshallah May we all be able to manage our time right and be able to be productive and never be lazy i mean i mean so yeah that is my habit number five Okay, we're almost there, guys. We're almost over. We're almost done with it. We have two more habits left. And the sixth habit is have good manners and, you know, giving charity. Those are That's the sixth habit, you know. Make it into habit to be able to be kind to everybody, you know, including those who wronged you. Make it also into a habit to give charity to anybody who needs it. And don't be stingy with your money. And don't be greedy with your money as well, you know. Be able to give every single time because remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave that money to you. That's not even your money or that's not whatever your food. Allah, that is a barakah from Allah. Allah gave it to you. So why shouldn't you give it to others as well and help them out, right? Because you could be an answer dua for someone else. You can be the help that they were asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. So make sure Make it in the habit to be able to give. And also in Ramadan, we want to be able to give so much charity. You know, we get so much hasanat for that, inshallah. And it's so beautiful, mashallah. So having good manners is also very important. And also it's also just being kind to everybody, having good kind speech and not anything like bad, not no bad speech. Because some people say things that are unnecessary, that is not needed. So I feel like, Y'all know that saying where if you have any, if you don't have anything good to say, then just don't say it at all. That honestly is what's true, you know? Keep whatever bad you have in your head. Don't You don't have to say it out loud. Be kind to everyone, including those who wronged you. It may be hard, but, you know, look at our greatest role model, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was wronged by his family members, by random people, by his friends. 
but still he never once raised his voice you know he never once raised his voice on anybody and subhanallah you know he went through so many injustices but he was still the kindest most sweetest man <sighs> mashallah and he never rose his voice and you know there's small children who threw rocks at him and he was bleeding you know dripping and rocks were thrown by children yeah but he still made dua for those children and that town so that they can grow up and you know be better muslims you know so he was the most patient man right he was so patient and he never once raised his voice so shouldn't we be able to follow in his footsteps right now we are not even on the same path as him people today even muslims get mad over the smallest things like subhanallah that someone has done to them they get mad over the small thing that someone has done to them and then they want revenge right away and they are yelling at them and all of that and they just want to send mean comments to them and they want to expose them and all of this but our prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam didn't even raise a voice to anybody not even those who wronged him and he was just making dua and asking allah to forgive them like that's like making me want to cry subhanallah like we need to actually try following in his footsteps we need to be better you know we need to be kind to anyone and everyone no matter what situation no matter what in hadith the prophet said those who are merciful to others will be shown mercy by the most merciful so be merciful to those on earth and the one in heaven will be merciful to you subhanallah so beautiful so being merciful to everyone on earth also means to the animals, you know? Not only humans, but animals. Be kind to animals. Like, that's how important it is. Even, even a cat that just comes to your doorstep, instead of yelling at them and trying to tell them to go away or anything, or even just like, I don't know, I can't think of any other example. Right now I'm trying to, I don't know, just something, you know? Something comes up and you're just being mean to an animal. No, you should be kind to them. Be patient, even those anyone on earth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show mercy to you. So let's start making it into habit to show kindness and mercy to strangers, to people who wronged you, to animals, and especially in Ramadan, when you're tired, of course, you know, whenever that you, you're losing patience, right? You're hungry. All of that still is no excuse. We should be patient through everything that we go through. You know, we should go through everything, every hardship, every struggle with patience. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will reward us with plenty, inshallah, when we go through hardships with patience, with sabr, you know. And also, also can, this forgive those who wronged you. That connects also with being kind to people who are wronging you, yeah. Forgive those who wronged you as well. Don't hold grudges. If you did a sin and a big one, imagine, if you did a, bi- a sin... And it's a big one. And you turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with repentance. You want to repent because of that sin. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives you for doing something, you know, against his rules, for obeying him. The Lord of all worlds, you disobeyed him, but he still forgave you. He still forgave you. Now, why can't you forgive others? Why are you not forgiving others who did a smaller damage to you? Less than what you did to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while you are still dis- disobeying Allah and he still forgives you why are you not forgiving others make it into habit like every night you say it in your heart that you forgive everyone 
and anyone who has wronged you that day. Every night, just sit in your heart. Even if you don't know, if you know, if, even if you don't know that you're holding a grudge, put that sincere feeling in that heart, intention that you forgive anyone who has wronged you. You know. Also, in another, I think it was the same kind of hadith as the other one. Forgive others so Allah can forgive you. And also the same thing, you know, be merciful to others so Allah can be merciful to you. It's that simple. That's a, that's the equation. And again, like I said, for charity, one smile is charity. Even just a smile. You don't have to be like, you know, all sad face, mean, looking face to everybody. Even just one smile can change someone's day. And thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he gave you the upper hand to be able to give others and thank Allah that you aren't on the other side asking others for your help. And I heard that that from Yasir Qadi, right? You know him, right? Hey. Um, he said that we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that he gave you the upper hand to be able to give others and that you aren't the one that is asking others to give to you because you need help. That comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is a part of Allah's rahmah, that you weren't born on this different side of asking and that you were the one that are being able to give and get that reward you are the answer dua so yeah that is my habit number six all right so the next one is habit number seven we are here the last one we've made it i know this episode's pretty long i hope you guys stayed throughout the whole thing because this is full of so many habits you know so many good powerful habits that you can start incorporating in your lives applying to your day-to-day you know regimen inshallah and maybe all be able to get so much barakah from this episode and be able to help you inshallah i mean i mean so number seven big one it's a big one right gratitude being grateful to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and i also made an episode on this actually it was like my first episode that I made. Uh, it's like changing attitudes to gratitude. And it's a two-parter. Yeah. And that was my, you know, beginning episodes. And so if you forgot, I'm just going to remind you right now. Right? So gratitude is how you can basically get the happiness and contentment in this life. If you're just grateful. If you're grateful through every good and bad thing, you know. And Allah talks about being grateful all throughout the Quran. And because he did that, you have to think, why? What's so important? Why is he talking about it over and over again? Probably because it's so important, so powerful, and it's actually like one of the keys to living a successful life, you know, a happy, peaceful life, a content life, you know? It's a a key to getting through the trials of struggle, the trials of life, you know? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, out of his love, you know, is helping us try to realize that gratitude can save our soul and bring our heart back to life. If you are sad, complaining all the time, stop and realize what you have around you. Some people don't even know that what they have is a blessing. They don't know. And because of that, they complain about the smallest thing. Oh, I didn't get this phone that I wanted, this cracked, this, da, 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 this, that, that, this, that, the blah, 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 right? But they don't know that they have a roof over their head even where you live if it's a safe place you are being protected by that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of Allah's rahmah you have a roof over your head you have food to eat you have an amazing family who help you with your struggles you have even just having a phone you have a bed you have clothes you have water 
you know you could have water to take a shower with hot water all of that and even so much more so much more that is a blessing and it is a privilege given to you by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so don't waste it and be grateful for it every single time stop complaining about other things that you want but could probably not even be good for you be grateful for what you have right now you like i said in the past habit you know the last one you could have been on the other side but it was qadr it was divine decree that you weren't on the other side and you should thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every day for that even that you woke up in that that morning or that you went through that day alhamdulillah be grateful to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know also that allah gave you iman you're a muslim you know he guided you are here at this podcast where i'm trying to help you know muslims you know get close to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like allah guided you here you should say alhamdulillah for that that he chose you he guided you to be muslim he kept you on that fitra whenever throughout your whole life you know and if you are living in a non-muslim country like i am subhanallah allah picked you out of all these people to learn about islam and to practice it every single day and to be strong about it you know be proud that you're a muslim and to see the truth that is islam he guided you he chose you and to get the chance to enter he gave you that chance to enter jannah because he wants you to be with him you know, may we all be granted the highest level of Jannah. I mean, you know, be grateful to Allah in any situation. It is so powerful. Something good happens, something bad happens. Be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do you know that whatever bad that happened wasn't actually a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah sometimes tests you with hardships just so that you can go back to Him. That is a blessing in itself. So that you realize that Allah is the only one you should be dependent on. And that you ask only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. And you realize that He is the one that you need to ask for help. He is the one you should be dependent on. You know, He is the one that is forever. He tests you so that you can turn to Him. So you can repent to Him. He wants you to be close to Him. So say Alhamdulillah in every situation. Even if you don't even understand what's going on. Have that trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Trust Him. Even when you lose, you win, you fail, trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ask dua to keep going, to make you stronger. You know, if any bad befalls you, say alhamdulillah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you a chance to, number one, practice patience, to get so many rewards, and also to get closer to Him. SubhanAllah, Allah works in the most beautiful ways. So beautiful. And when good befalls you, say alhamdulillah and remember that it was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and only from Allah that you have that good with you. That is only because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it. So don't become arrogant about it. That, oh, I got this. I, I you know, passed this test A plus. I was on me because I studied all night. I got this job because I have a good achievement. Da, da, da. No, that was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gave you that. He gave you that ability. So don't become prideful about it. That is on Allah. Any win, any lose, it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his love. So... Also, because of, you know, gratitude and all of that, I don't know if y'all realize this, but I love journaling, okay? And I think it honestly helps with connecting yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, and just learning who he is and just connecting also to yourself, just connecting with yourself and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So make it into a habit every day that you write in a journal. And I love journaling. So if you like writing, 
get a journal, get some pencils, just write down your thoughts, you know, write down your emotions of of the day, write down reflections of the day, what happened during the day, write down your morning reflections of how you are feeling and how you hope the day will go and how what goals you have for that day. And then at the end of the day, maybe even write like if you accomplish those goals, so you feel better, you know, just crossing that check box when you're checking the box out or when you're crossing a list saying you did this goal you learned this today you know and then it's so like even in the morning right write at least five things or even both morning at night anytime just journal write at least five things you are grateful for you know and every single day and you will see the changes in your life because that will change your life inshallah when you just write down five things you are grateful for every single day and you might think now like oh of course there's a typical water you know of course food a shelter over your head and clothes all of that but then soon you're gonna start even going deeper into your life and realizing oh wow this like alhamdulillah i'm able to go in my car or be able to get transportation and go to them someplace safely right and come back home safely like allah brought me home soon you're gonna start going deeper and realize so many blessings of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you'll just connect with allah you'll connect with yourself and just be able to say alhamdulillah and any reflection over like what happened that day if you were sad about this you realize maybe a flaw about yourself and you want to like improve yourself after that so honestly i think journaling is a big thing that we all should get into inshallah you know i love journaling and i like do it every morning and inshallah may may all just like help us you know may it help us just get closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that's my habit number seven all right guys i think that is it for this episode is pretty long it's like an hour long subhanallah but alhamdulillah it's full of so many you know powerful reminders inshallah inshallah you got something out of this you know something that changed your life and i hope i did and you know leave a review for me please let me know how i'm doing you can even send me a dm even send me any suggestions of any topics that you want like honestly i am like open for any suggestions and like, recommendations that you want i want to just help you guys that is my goal here inshallah um you can leave even leave a review apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, all just peace of mind and that's where my podcast is available at spotify apple Podcasts, anchor um google Podcasts. so go check it out there and my previous episodes thank you so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed may allah allow us to reach ramadan and may we improve ourselves as better muslims and get closer to him may we be able to start doing good habits and stop doing the bad habits that we have ya allah make it easy for all of us to be able to do that i mean i mean say i mean inshallah Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope this episode helped you. And, you know, like I said, send me a DM on Instagram, honestly, anything. My Instagram is at peace of my, uh, underscore peace of mind 99. And that's the same for my TikTok. And my Twitter is P underscore O underscore M 99. So go check that out. Give it a follow, you know, send me a DM. Let me know what you think, please. I would, I'm open for any like literally reviews, please. I would want to know, let me know how I'm doing, any suggestions and make sure you join that Ramadan Quran group. And I forgot to say um before, but the deadline is before Ramadan starts, of course, because we're gonna start on the first day. We're gonna already start um reading the first Jews. And of course, I'll be sending like everyday reminders 
of what the next page is going to be and i'll probably even send like the page numbers for each juz inshallah but just the link is in my bio please go join this group before ramadan starts so we can finish the quran all together inshallah may allah accept our deeds that we're doing and accept our du'as you know accept our prayers and our fastings inshallah i mean thank you so much for listening and i'll see you guys next time